All right. Most important podcast in the world. In the world. Toast important podcast in the world with tea. Or most. It's the most important podcast in the world. I'm Reese Wood, still. And uh, we have an anonymous guest today. And uh, if you want to be an unknown guest, please email Reese at the most important podcast.com. Some people want to be a guest. Some people want to be an anonymous guest. That's what I'm thinking. And it's a good idea. Kind of like that Al Stewart song. Not a good idea. Year of the Cat. That song. You're going to have to adjust your mic accordingly. These are the big league studios. All right. <laughs> ah, Year of the Cat, Al Stewart. Al Stewart, we got the record. I got the record. But, uh, you know, it was really cool about this. I told you, right? Co-written by Peter Wood. You know who that is, right? That is the former host of the most important podcast in the world. The first host. Kind of like the Craig Kilborn of The Daily Show. No. No. He wasn't. But the song was produced by Alan Parsons, one of my favorites. You know where he's big from, right? Not just the Alan Parsons Project, but uh, he was behind the board, the engineer board, for the Beatles' White Album. And uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, and some other huge ones. But... So Year of the Cat, probably not the top of his, like, production list. Is that no. Year of the Cat. Uh, but this episode, titled Year of the Cat. K-A-T-T. Cat Williams. Uh, because it is definitely the Year of Cat Williams. So far, we're only a couple weeks into the new year. But I'm going to tell you why. I think this year is the year of the cat, the Cat Williams. And I'm probably the only one who's going to say something like that because it sounds a little lame, but I'm going to tell you why I think it's true. Uh, or why Cat Williams is speaking the truth, and hopefully the rest of the year that's what we'll be hearing from lots of people. And so that's kind of what this episode is about, but we're also going to talk about uh, podcasting and why podcasting is important on the most important podcast. Why is podcasting important? Think about it. You're already mind blown. Uh, Alright. They give us too many foods and drinks on the big budget here. So, yeah. Not a big fan of the song, but, uh, man. The podcast heard around the world, that's what I'm going to call it. The podcast heard around the world. They got that interview with Cat Williams got, uh, it was like 29 million views within the same amount of time that Dave Chappelle got about 2 million views with his Netflix special. If that doesn't say a lot, I don't know what does. 
especially when it comes to podcasting. Dave Chappelle was not doing a podcast. He put out a stand-up comedy and on Netflix, which is big budget, and they have lots of viewers. So they have a very specific audience, whereas YouTube is more a broader audience, right? And uh, it's, it was a podcast that Cat Williams went on, which to me was like, some people said, I heard this, we heard this in a different podcast, that he did the uh, the mixtape versus the uh, Dave Chappelle put out an album. We actually heard that from Dave Chappelle, some kind of a stand-up thing that Dave Chappelle did just a couple days ago. There's so much developing with all of this. And Dave didn't say that, but uh, there is... There's a guy on YouTube, and there's probably other people who did a review on a stand-up that Dave Chappelle did at the Improv. And there was, Dion Cole was the other guy who was talking on stage, and a friend of Chappelle, obviously, so they were being pretty friendly about it. Uh, Dion Cole was one of the other comedians who had performed that night. But Dave Chappelle was talking about Cat Williams and all the things that Cat had said, and uh, so... It got really interesting, but uh, in general, what we're talking about is one person goes to a podcast and says what seemed like a lot of built-up things that he wanted to talk about, just talking, and uh, a comedian of all people, not just a business person, not uh, an entrepreneur, not just someone from, from this or that, a comedian, somebody who just tells jokes for a living, which is something else we're going to get into this episode, which, uh, if you've been watching this podcast, if you've been a fan so far, the 10 to 20 people we have, we've talked to some comedians, and you've heard it in the episodes, I'm a big fan of comedy. But that's for a reason. Um, I also am a big fan of philosophy. It's one of the things I've been interested in pretty much my whole life, since, not my whole life, since I was about 15 or 16, philosophy. And uh, I don't, I don't know if you, the listener, and you guys get into philosophy. What, who's your favorite philosopher? Do you have one? I don't know. I feel like uh, not a lot of people are into philosophy, but a lot of people are into comedy, which is why comedians are so important to what I'm going to talk about when it comes to philosophy. Um, but, so, we're going to get to all that. We're going to talk about Suge Knight. Cat Williams went on Suge Knight's podcast. Suge Knight doing a podcast from prison called Collect Calls, and that's, it was a good podcast, Cat Williams, guest number one, and uh, they finished the episode, Suge Knight finishes the episode talking about calling out corruption, and he invites Oprah Winfrey on, he invites Donald Trump, uh, the list was pretty tremendous, some big name people. And you got to imagine, are these people really going to go on a collect phone call with Suge Knight to do a podcast? I don't know. Cat Williams did. But um, it's kind of interesting because he's calling out big-name people and from prison, but his goal is to uplift the community. Suge Knight, of all people, wants to uplift the culture and the culture within... Uh, the things we see going on, not just in the entertainment industry, but uh, pretty much across the United States, there is a culture of corruption. So that's what they're calling out, the 
what it seems like, the culture of corruption. And so that's going to require a lot of talking. There's going to be people talking about this and that. Some people are going to sound wrong. Some people are going to be wrong. Some people are going to be right. And some things need to be said. That's what podcasting's for. And so that is what we're getting into in this most important moment. And first episode of 2024. Man, I've been uh I've been taking a break because that's what I felt like doing. And that's what's important to me sometimes, taking a break. We did an episode with Bill Eaves, a friend of mine. That was the last episode we did. Bill, a comedian, and super funny. And as far as I always knew, Bill, um, always talented, pretty much anything he did. Seems like a guy who could succeed wherever. But uh, that podcast was great because Bill let me talk about some things that I want to talk about. And that's what's, to me, that's not just me talking people talking in podcasts about what's most important to them. Um, With Bill, it was comedy. Uh, Bill, also a veteran, talked about serving in Afghanistan, uh, listening to Joe Rogan in Afghanistan. Um, Bill just had so much interesting things to say, but it's like when you're engaged in a conversation with somebody that you're having a great conversation with, You feel like saying things back. Those are just great conversations. Those things need to happen in podcasts, and I'll tell you why. Because it's a world full of, uh, we think we know a lot. We think we know pretty much all there is to know, and we're just figuring out how to apply it. The truth is, there's a lot we don't know, and we got to get there. we got to get there somehow. We're going to have to talk about everything and everything. Anything and everything. You know what I mean. So all those discussions that have to take place yet, we actually live in the time where you can do that. Uh, We have digital recording devices, endless memory, and the ability to listen at our leisure at any convenience on demand. Which, think about it, that's, that's a big picture. And we're trying to take that into perspective for why is podcasting important? All these conversations, whether it's Suge Knight and Cat Williams, um, somebody I talked to last week, Bill Eaves, the anonymous guest we have (laughs) coughing on this episode, all of it matters. All of it. But I'll tell you why it matters. I'll keep telling you because... These are the things that are going to fill in the gaps of all the things that we don't know. And I could be wrong, but we have so much knowledge in the world, and there are so many things we do know. And those are the tools we require to make it through today and tomorrow. But we, the smartest amongst us will tell you there's so much more to know, and no one's got a roadmap of how we're going to get there. One thing's for sure, communication's a huge part of it. Uh, So, to you, the viewer, the person listening to me ramble right now, if you're considering podcasting, let me tell you, there are no rules. No rules to podcasting. You get a phone, you get a microphone to make sure the red button's going when you're talking. 
uh, make sure the red button's going on the camera, and you communicate. You find people to talk to, you find things to talk about, uh, but that's it. Uh, from there, you figure out what you want to talk about. Build upon it. Um, do an episode outline. Do an episode like this where you're, you're talking, it's you and the camera, and find out how you feel. Uh, are you comfortable with that? Can you can you do that communication thing? Some people can't. Maybe it isn't for you. Maybe Maybe podcasting isn't for you. But try it. Start there. That's the first step. Step number one, can you do it? Are you ready to try it? Beyond that, after you found out, hmm, I can do this, I got the camera, I got the microphone, the red button's going, then it's, what are you going to talk about that's going to keep you going? What do you really care about? What are the things you care about? For me, uh, I did the Beloit podcast at one point, I uh, did a community radio show, and all this stuff is just talking to other people. That's basically what I did, talking to other people locally to where I live, and uh could be about anything. But in general, I was looking for perspectives from people that I couldn't arrive at on my own. And so it's really simple. But like I said, the big picture of life, we're filling in the gaps whether we know it or not, we have gaps within ourselves, gaps elsewhere amongst the community in the world that we're trying to fill in, in terms of communication. So pick what you want to talk about. Choose no limits. Uh, but when you start podcasting, just remember, there's going to be some naysayers. There's going to be people. Now, and I'm looking at... Uh, before we get to the naysayers, we're going to set them to the side for a second. How many people are even podcasting? There's a Pew Research poll, uh, April 18th, 2023, so early last year. How many Americans engage with podcasts? And about 51% of Americans in the past 12 months, as of April 2023, 51% have not listened to a podcast. That's 51% of Americans had not listened to a podcast. But that means 49% of Americans, almost half, had listened to a podcast. Uh, they say 20% listened to a podcast a few times or more per week, 17% a few times per month or once a month, 12% less than that. But the big portion, the 20%, that's few people listening very often per week. So 20% of Americans listening to podcasts right now. Why is that interesting? Right? We have what we know is a, a, a number that we can, a tangible number, 20% of Americans are actively listening to other people. They're saying, hey, I'm going to put some headphones in. I'm going to listen to somebody else talk about something. Something. They're doing it with intent. They're not doing it just as somebody didn't say, hey, you got to listen to a podcast. Put those headphones in. Like, that's not what's happening. Somebody said, hey, I woke up today. I want to listen to somebody else talk about something. It's weird. 
Really weird. And 17% did that once a month. Once a month, they said. I want to listen to somebody else talk about... It could be... They say true crime podcasts are really big. And I've never listened to a true crime... Crime... True crime... True crime... Pa-pa-pa... Thank you, co-host. I've never listened to a true crime podcast... But I have family members that probably have, and I have people I know that have, and um, so, but those seem to be very popular, and so I could see where people would listen to that. Uh, there's other kinds of podcasts. There's, you know, what I like listening to are uh, experts from like different areas of whatever. You know, somebody's an expert in uh, recycling. I'm going to listen to somebody talk about that. Somebody else is an expert in sustainability or uh, rebuilding car engines or anything. That's what's interesting. When somebody who's an expert, for me, that's what I really enjoy about podcasting. Because like I said, you can go to it any time. And this wasn't always there. You used to be able to go to the library. You used to be able to maybe get a phone book, maybe call somebody. But you had to know somebody. Today you have the option to find someone and to get to know them and learn from their experiences instantly. And we haven't been able to do that very long. So the window of opportunities are new and seemingly endless. So, uh, But let's move on to the hype against podcasting because those who hype against podcasting, they're out there. We're going to share some memes. Um, there's... People who uh, think podcasters are all guys who need therapy. And, man, do I know what that's about. But, let me tell you, lots of people need therapy. So, why not use podcasting? For some people, therapy is going to be great. And you're going to go see a therapist or a psychologist, and you're going to get the results that you would expect. And like I said things happen in podcasting, we actually switched cameras right in front of you. Production crew, thank you. Uh, But, and it's weird because we were talking about hype against podcasting and all of a sudden the camera goes out. Even the camera's got a hype against us sometimes. And it's like, why? But those things happen in podcasting, too. Man, when I said start with a camera, start with a microphone, make sure the red button is still going. But that's about it. Make sure you're ready to talk. Uh, And have some memory available. As our anonymous co-host said, have memory. Or or not. And, And find out what happens the hard way. So many times, so many... I would say good interviews I've done. We ran into a memory problem. A wire was loose. Um, something happened. and But you got to keep going. you got to figure out how to make the most of it on the most important podcast. So those who hype against podcasting. Yes, therapy. Sure, some people need it. But podcasting can be therapeutic itself. And so that's what I'm talking about. Are you going to use podcasting to your advantage uh, to build the person you are and maybe help someone else build the person they are? Are you going to use it to uh, talk about 
the things that ultimately are productive? Or are you going to use it to tear down other people? There is a lot of that going down in the podcast world that I'm not a big fan of. And uh, some of my some of the people I used to listen to in political talk radio that transitioned into online uh, podcasting and video, especially some of the political people, it's very hard to say that they're contributing to a productive outcome. Because uh, for those familiar with Rush Limbaugh, you know that's that's the type of stuff that it's entertaining. It's it's gonna get somebody riled up. It's going to get somebody emotional. It's going to make somebody think they don't like someone else. Um, but that's that's not productive. And you're probably wondering, well, Reese, that's kind of what happened in the Cat Williams thing, right? Didn't he say some things about other people? This is where it gets to be really tricky. And I'm not going to lie. It gets to be tricky. And there are podcasts out there that talk about that, uh, at least in terms of was Cat Williams being productive? Or is he just naysaying on other people? Um, but, in general, podcasting is where all of this is happening. And so you're going to get mixed feelings. You're going to get confusion out of all of this. And it's definitely something that happens. That's why you keep podcasting. It's weird. Like, out of the confusion, the answer is to keep doing it. Keep podcasting. Eventually, someone's going to speak some truth that actually resonates. But it's not going to be the people hyping against podcasting. Uh, man, let's bring out another meme. I know I got another one here. There was people who said you need therapy. There was people who said, what was it? Just middle-aged guys in general. Podcasting is bad. It's mostly what it is. As a libertarian, I've heard that... Uh, Libertarians are mostly middle-aged white guys, and I gotta say there is some truth to that. There's a little bit of truth. There we're a big majority of the party, but there's other people, and when we when we don't factor that in, we disregard the truth of the situation, the truth of what's really going on, reality. And uh, so I really uh, I want to segue into that because being a libertarian has been like one of those things that. A lot of people will hear libertarian and like duck out immediately because libertarians are the fringe of politics to some people. But for me personally, uh, when I became a libertarian, it was about the same time I started podcasting. And one thing it did for me, uh, delving into you know third-party politics and uh, podcasting in general. It made me think about dichotomy of, uh, of everything. You know, first you start, at, when you get into third-party politics, they tell you it's the left versus the right, always telling you there's a dichotomy, which you find out right away that that's how people get played, by saying, hey, Burger King and McDonald's are the only options. That's all you got. That's a false dichotomy. But, so, coming to libertarianism, I learned these things, a dichotomy. Well, what's that? Oh, that is what they're telling us. Oh, that isn't true. And you start to have what's called a multiple perspective mindset. Now, some people come at this, you know, not through libertarianism, not through third party politics. Some people actually, you know, are born just, they understand other people's perspectives. And that is a gift. But 
I can say I didn't always see that way. And so for me, politics and podcasting, I started to think about what does it mean to think about it from someone else's perspective with almost anything. So one of the gifts of podcasting for me personally. But um, so for a lot of people, that's it's going to be like, well, that is one good thing to come from libertarianism. One person learned how to think outside of just himself. Libertarians take you everywhere. But I want to get on to, uh, oh man, stand-up philosophy. We're going to get back into Cat Williams. Um, not that we venture too far, but Cat Williams as a stand-up philosopher and not so much a comedian. And stand-up philosophy is not a term we use. We don't use it. I've, there's one place I've seen it. Next. Occupation. Stand-up philosopher. What? Stand-up philosopher. I coalesce the vapor of human experience into a viable and logical comprehension. Oh, a bullshit artist. Mm. Did you bullshit last week? Insert clip. No. Did you try to bullshit last week? Yes. Um, so that's one of my favorite clips uh, from one of my favorite movies. And I probably saw that probably like a lot of people when they're younger. I, I, maybe not. Maybe you never saw it. Uh, Mel Brooks, History of the World, Part 1. And we have Mel Brooks, stand-up philosopher, uh, going to the unemployment line and trying to get some compensation, trying to survive. Um, but we know what they were saying. Stand-up philosophy, they were saying he's a comedian and uh, so bad at it that he's unemployed or that there's just no work available. But it's hilarious uh, in a way that possibly any fan of that movie overlooked. That's what our comedians do. They are the philosophers of our time. And uh, so for people who would disagree with that, try to consider. We have Dave Chappelle, uh, Cat Williams, um, anyone who takes a stage, our local comedians. Some of the people I've had here on this podcast are people who philosophize about life. They're thinking about life. They're searching for answers. And they come across something funny and they share it. And that is a lot of psychological gymnastics. And these people do it as a profession, which I want to give them more credit than saying it's just comedy. Like, I want to say that there's going to be a day when, when maybe we change the title of comedy we branch into actual stand-up philosophy, and it would make sense. Uh, Mel Brooks opening the door to a whole different branch of stand-up entertainment, not just comedy. Imagine going, and it's almost getting these way, this way with, like, Dave Chappelle. You watch his comedy, and some of it you can laugh at. Some of it you have to hold your breath, and you have to just think because you're not laughing, and it's not because it's not funny. It's because it's a deep thought. And uh, so I'm interested in seeing more of that. I want to see our comedians really jump into philosophical discussions. But the reason that's so interesting is because 
you as the audience, me as the audience, the magic of comedy is we put ourselves intentionally in these situations where we have, we've said we're going to have an open mind. We're going to possibly listen to something that we were previously unaware of, possibly something we were already conclusive about, we decided about this or that, or maybe we're going to hear about something we're just never comfortable even thinking about, and we're going to hear about it from someone that we said we're going to listen to. This isn't just a person coming down the street. Uh, This isn't a person cold calling you, trying to sell you something. You decide to go listen to this person. You've made your mind open and available. And that's why we laugh, because some of these things make us uncomfortable. Some of these things we already thought we knew something about, we didn't. Uh, Some of these things we are just uncomfortable even thinking about, let alone talking about. But you go see that comedian, and they've already been doing all that heavy lifting. They're ready to make you laugh. To me, it's pretty amazing. Um, And it's amazing to see... What we saw in the Cat Williams podcast on Club Shay Shay. Uh, I don't know about the title. I'm sure I didn't come up with the title. I came up with most important podcasts in the world. And it's not for sale. But uh, that podcast, that episode, so many views. And uh, the reason is for exactly what I'm saying. People were ready to hear what was said. Whatever reason that might be, we, the audience, have to figure out why did it resonate with you. Um, Definitely. I want to hear from people. If you want to email me or comment on this, please do. But why was it interesting to you? What do you see happening this year as a result of this interview? There's already so much going on. And, man, I was was going to talk about... uh, Anthony Fauci in this episode, but I'm not going to. I'm going to cut it out because next episode, next most important moment, we're going to talk about so many important things, at least things going on in Wisconsin and locally where where I live. But um, it's going to be in-depth. It's going to be deep, and you're going to be thankful you tuned in. And can't wait to see you guys on the next episode.